Strategist Cowboy. This week's first contestant is an English IPA beer from the Ilkley Brewery located in England, of course. The second beer is a Kölsch beer from Cologne, i.e. Köln in Germany. The beer's names are in review order. Lotus IPA and Sinner Kölsch. Let's get ready to rumble! Our first contestant this week is the Lotus IPA beer assortment from Ilkley Brewery located in the town of Ilkley in West Yorkshire in Northern England. The ingredients in Lotus IPA are water, malted barley, wheat malt, hops and yeast. The hops are of the sorts of the American sorts Comet, Eureka, Equinot and mosaic. In the US it also contains the hop Enigma and in New Zealand it contains the local hop Rakao. The beer has got a 5.5% ABV. It says on the bottle. But according to their website this beer should be 5.9% ABV. I cannot find the best before date on this particular beer bottle. Not putting out the best before date is not uncommon on English beers after Brexit. Today it is mid-January 2024. The Lotus IPA beer assortment comes in a size 33 centiliters, i.e. an about 11 liquid ounces long-necked bottle. The bottle label is two-folded with a green color with a black horizontal stripe that says Ilkley Brewery in white text on the front label. The Lotus IPA cost me about 25 kronor to stay below it. That is uh, 2 US dollars and 48 cents. That is 90 cents per every per 4 ounces of beer. According to Sustain Blog, the preferred serving temperature on this beer assortment is 8 to 10 degrees Celsius, i.e. about 46 to 50 degrees Fahrenheit. The brewery says nothing about preferred serving temperatures. The Lotus IPA from Ilkley Brewery has got a 5.5% ABV level. 5.5%. How about the experience then? One moment.
nice aroma, yeasty aroma. Fruity aroma. Mm. It's uh, yellow in color and uh, it's a little bit uh, cloudy, but not much. It's about, it's got about a one and a half fingers tall head. This was a good beer, I think. That's my first impression. Hey, here's the best before date. Whatever it says, it says um, uh, October 2024. So it's got a lot of time left. A little bit sweet, I think. A little bit too sweet. A little bit wheat malty, but uh, mostly sweet. And I'm not very fond of sweet beers, but I said it was gonna be good first impression, but uh, I you never know. India Pale Ale, you can barely tell it's an India Pale Ale, but you can tell it is. Rarely there's a sweet India Pale Ale, Ipa beer. I, I don't think I, have encountered one before. Not this sweet anyway. But it's original, I give them that. It was uh, sold out too at um, the brewery. Uh, maybe because it wasn't good enough or because it was too sweet for an IPA beer. Or because it was too good, people wanted to buy it and uh, they bought up the stock. But they could brew more if they wanted to. Um, taste of my palate is very sweet. It's a bit hoppy, but um, also malty, I think sweet maltiness and it's certainly not dry it's sweet bitterness or hoppiness i, th I said that uh, it was uh, pretty hoppy it's not smoky of course uh, is it candy like 
I'd say it is very much so. Too much. I, I don't. I don't think I can stand drinking this beer much longer. But it's a matter of taste. They they didn't brew it poorly. But different. It's fruity also. Mango or peach or something. Yeah. I don't sense the spices in it. But uh, maybe there are none. The undertone is uh, sweet. Everything is sweet about this beer. Or, or Ipa beer. The undertone is Ipa beer. Because it's not very prevalent. The carbonation level, I don't think it's very high, but I don't know. I don't know yet. It's not creamy. It's not acidic. And there are no aberrations. It's honey-like, I think. Very sweet honey. Sweet, sweet honey. It's uh, pretty unfiltered, I think. Well, maybe it's filtered, but uh, not 100% anyway, because uh, it was uh, cloudy. So, um, but uh, I wouldn't say it's well balanced. Well, it's an original beer. It's, it's definitely an original beer. Almost, uh, no, I won't say. Okay, what about grading then? How many devils do I grade this beer? For my taste, I don't like sweet beers. So for my taste, taste buds, I'd say three devils out of 10 possible. But uh, I can imagine some Germans would like it. They are, they have really got a sweet tooth in Germany for everything, but not so much for beers actually. But for cookies and, and candy, it's intolerable sweet. Intolerable. I can tell you. I can't stand that either. <laughs> uh, yeah. Three devils out of ten possible. I, that's one of the lowest uh, gradings I've given a beer for a long time. But uh, since I don't like sweet beers, and this is very, 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 very sweet, honey-like, I can't give it more. Higher, higher grading. So, uh, let's move on to our next contestant. Our second contestant for this week is the Sinner Kölsch from Brauerei Zürmalzmühle Schwarz in Köln 
in Western Germany. They have been brewing beer since 1830, I think. The ingredients in this beer assortment are water, barley malt, hops and yeast. Standard German Reinetzgebotas. Otherwise, they would go to jail without passing go. No, really. It is illegal in Germany to commercially brew beers, not according to the German Reinetzgebot. But I don't know if they would just be fined if they did. They can use wheat malt and, unfortunately, they can tamper with the yeast drinks to make it taste like artificial banana. Yuck! The best before date on this particular beer is June 2024. At present date it is mid-January 2024. The Sinner beer assortment comes in a size 50 centiliters, i.e. an about 17 liquid ounces bottle. The three-folded bottle front label is mostly white in color and the top label is mostly red in color. The Sinner Kölsch beer assortment from Köln costs 30 kronel, i.e. 2 US dollars and 94 cents. That is 69 cents per every 4 ounces of beer. According to Systembolaget, the preferred serving temperature on this beer assortment is between 8 to 10 degrees Celsius, i.e. about 46 to 50 degrees Fahrenheit. The brewery says nothing about preferred serving temperatures. The beer assortment has got a 5% ABV level. 5%. How about the experience then? slow because I can hear it uh, I can hear the carbonation level in it is high also I use the aroma It's got a two fingers tall head and it's clear, very clear and yellow, light yellow, almost like watercolor with some yellow watercolor. Well, uh, they didn't tamper with the yeast strings, I think. And that's a good thing for them. Congratulations, Sinner. Or whatever your brewery was called. First impression.
It's a okay beer. It's a German beer, standard German beer, I'd say. Not bad. But not very good. But for a German beer, it's okay. It's somewhere like they all taste. Not all, but those who they don't tamper with the yeast strings. Lager beers. It's not very uh, rich. It's uh, not bread like and uh, a little bit yeast in its taste, but uh, it's uh, filtered so. Uh, anyway, it still is a little bit yeasty. It's not a bad thing. It's uh, malty. Taste on my palate is... It's... Uh, hmm. Maltiness. Is it sweet or dry? More dry than sweet, uh, definitely. Definitely. It's a dry beer. Uh, it's not very bitter or hoppy. And of course it's not smoky. And it's not candy-like. No fruitiness in it. No spices. No undertone. Except for the yeastiness. The carbonation level is... Um, I don't know. I expect it to be... Normal. But I don't, I don't know yet. It's not creamy, it's not acidic, and there are no aberrations. It's filtered. Is it well balanced? Can you can you say that a lager is well balanced anyway? Or a Kölsch? I I don't I don't think you can do that. They have a they are not very complex in the taste. In the flavors or whatever. Um, let's see here if there are any more flavors in it or tastes in it. Pineapple, no. Pine needle, no. And that's a good thing. Apricot, no. Light bread, no. Banana, no. Straw, straw like. Definitely straw-like. Syrup, honey, no, no, none of it. Licorice, no, clove, no, fudge, no, chocolate, no, coffee, no, raspberry, no, blueberry, no, mango, no. 
tangerine no raisin no vanilla no okay what about grading then how many debits do i grade this beer pouring it up like this because it's a filtered lager beer kölsch beer that's a lager so it doesn't matter um well I grade this beer five devils out of ten possible. I'm cheap today. I'm anti. Anyway, uh, five devils out of ten possible. I I think that's it. Absolutely, don't drink and operate heavy machines, military or civilian. Drink responsibly or not at all. Don't drink at all if you're underage or pregnant. <laughs> American prime aircraft carrier left the Mediterranean. This happened last week, but I had prepared another lesson then. I interpret the informational links I received as the Biden administration retracting its primary aircraft carrier because Israel's political leadership are completely incorrigible mavericks. Netanyahu is really playing hard. Counting on whatever happens, the US will not abandon Israel. And that may be true, but I wouldn't put all my eggs in one basket if I was Netanyahu. Israel has leveled large parts of Gaza to the ground and now wants to move into Gaza after they have expelled the Palestinians in what they call voluntary deportations to Western Europe hopefully in vain. But what they get is a sneaking withdrawal from the Abrahams Accord by the Arab regionally neighboring countries and a multi-front war. The signs that it will happen are already there with a transfer of weapons to Jordan via Syria from Hezbollah in Lebanon. Probably won't be a conventional war in the traditional sense, but more of an October 7 Hamas attack from multiple fronts. This is worse for the IDF and Israel. They will get a taste of their own medicine, but they will survive as a state, albeit deeply affected. That's how I interpret the signs. I'm going to read an article from World Israel News in its entirety so that you will understand the situation in the Middle East. This is a long quote. Quote IDF secures Jordanian border to halt Iran-backed arms smuggling terrorist invasion. Central Command is preparing for a scenario in which Iranian-supported terror organizations such as Hezbollah, could break through and invade Israel towns on the border. By varied ways, World Israel News. 
The IDF is increasing security along Israel's border with Jordan to prevent further arms smuggling and to prevent Iran-backed terror attacks in the area, including possible invasion of, of Israeli towns, as reported by Israel Hayom. According to reports, IDF's Central Command is preparing for a scenario in which Iranian-supported terror organizations such as Hezbollah could break through and invade communities on the border. Along Israel's eastern border with Jordan, which stretches 309 kilometers and is Israel's longest, there has been significant arms smuggling activity into Judea and Samaria. The IDF has recovered 1,000 weapons that were illegally brought in, including those that were clearly made in Iran. In some cases, Smugglers brought in airsoft M16 assault rifles and switched out their parts in Israel to enable them to fire real bullets. The amount and variety of weapons confiscated by the IDF is staggering, especially considering that most of the arms were probably not recovered. The extensive smuggling explains the spike in terror activity in Judea and Samaria and the fact that the perpetrators of these attacks are armed with more sophisticated weapons than in the past. Since arms smuggling has taken place along the entire border with Jordan, the IDF has increased its presence and is looking to bring in even more troops in the coming months. In addition, the IDF is working on a project to build an obstacle along the extensive border as there is between the border of Israel and Egypt, and to build observation posts. In early November 15, wanted terrorists were arrested in one night throughout Judea and Samaria, and IDF forces seized weapons and ammunition. End quote. And the source for this was World Israel News. In another article, we can see why the US is too deep into water to withdraw from the Middle East by now. And that is probably why Netanyahu keeps upping the stakes. Because the man isn't stupid, he is just intransigent. In many ways, he is what they sometimes point him out to be, an extremist. A clip from the article follows here, quote, Pro-Iranian militias have attacked American bases in Syria and Iraq at least 118 times since October 17, including five attacks since the start of the year, according to US sources. Attacks on Tuesday included multiple rockets fired at patrol base Shadadi in Syria and drone attacks targeting Erbil Air Base in Iraq and mission support site Green Village in Syria." End quote. So the withdrawal of the specific US aircraft carrier, the newest and first in its class, is likely just a symbolic gesture by the US. They have replaced the USS Gerald Ford with an 
LHD, the amphibious assault ship USS Bataan, with capacity to take 42 attack helicopters on board. The San Antonio-class amphibious transport docks USS Mesa Verde, and the Harper's Ferry-class dock landing ship USS Carter Hall, together with 2,200 marines. These are far more practical in a deployment operation. It's wartime, but no one has the slightest clue what Iran, Hezbollah and Syria are going to take for precautionary measures. But since we know that Biden withdrew a major aircraft carrier like the Gerald Ford, it is obvious there will be an American and Israeli hegemony and no aircraft attacking the US deployment force. The IAF and the US Air Force have been very busy up to now striking Syrian air, air bases. But where will they land? Now I know why the Swedish highest commanding officer, Mikael Budin, warned recently that there may be a war on Swedish soil in the not distant future and was backed up by other prominent people. No, it won't be the Americans attacking us physically, stupid. To add to the misery, an imaging satellite was launched from Russia on December 27, 2023, in sun-synchronous low Earth orbit. The satellite is perhaps called something that it is not, a HEO satellite type or, or MEO satellite type Soyuz 2.1V. It is actually a Cosmos 2574, alternatively Rasberg number 1. If it is a LEO satellite, it could mean near-term use. What is launched into LEO orbit does not stay aloft forever. I have an idea. Why don't we gather 40 streets for Uniti? An armored personnel carrier at the Regiment P-4 and form a fist giving the finger to the Russian imaging satellite to show them that we are ready for them. It would mean a boost in morale for us if we published an image on the formation from above in the news. And it would mean an eye-opener for the civilians. And this would mean that the Russians would get uncertain of whatever they are looking at on Swedish soil from there on, at least to a certain extent. In another article from World Israel News, it says, and this is a long quote, quote, The USS Gerald R. Ford, sent to the Eastern Mediterranean as a sign of support for Israel after the October 7th Hamas terror attacks, will now be returning to its home port in Norfolk, Virginia. U.S. Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin said the ship was sent to the Eastern Mediterranean to deter hostile actions against Israel or any efforts at widening the war. Although the USS Ford and its fleet is returning to the US to prepare for future deployments, America will be maintaining its military presence in the Mediterranean with other cruisers, destroyers and fighter jets. The Ford's fleet will be replaced by the USS Bataan, the USS Mesa Verde and the USS Carter Hall, along with aircraft and a crew of 2,200 Marines. Defense Secretary Austin says, 
This underscores the United States' ironclad support for the Israel Defense Force and the Israeli people. On Sunday, helicopters from the USS Eisenhower and the USS Gravely rescued a commercial vessel, the Meshk Hangzhou from Singapore, from an attack by four Houthi boats. Navy helicopters sank three of the four Houthi boats, killing the crews. The fourth boat fled. The terrorist attacks from Yemen by Iran-backed Houthis on container ships is causing many commercial companies to reroute their merchant vessels from the Red Sea's Bab el-Mandeb Strait, raising shipping costs. In consequence, National Security Council spokesperson John Kirby said there was a critical need to keep the Red Sea shipping corridor safe and open for international commerce. The USS Dwight Eisenhower will remain with its fleet in the Gulf of Aden, near Yemen, to deter the ongoing Islamist Houthi attacks on cargo ships. End quote. And the source for this was World Israel News. On Tuesday, US State Department spokesperson Matthew Miller issued a statement slamming recent comments by Finance Minister Bezalel Smutrich and National Security Minister Itamar Ben-Gvir about the so-called voluntary resettlement of Gaza residents. Miller said, quote, The United States rejects the inflammatory and irresponsible statements from Israeli Minister Smutrich and Ben-Gvir. There should be no mass displacement of Palestinians from Gaza. And he said, quote, We have been told repeatedly and consistently by the government of Israel, including by the Prime Minister, that such statements do not reflect the policy of the Israeli government. They should stop immediately. We have been clear, consistent and unequivocal that Gaza is Palestinian land and will remain Palestinian land, with Hamas no longer in control of its future and with no terror groups able to threaten Israel. That is the future we seek, in the interests of Israelis and Palestinians, the surrounding region and the world." End quote. And the source for this was World Israel News. In a quote from MSN, Washington, the Jeffrey Epstein list is soon to surface. Hundreds of sealed court filings about Epstein the accused sex trafficker, who hanged himself inside a jail cell in 2019, are expected to include the names of prominent people like Prince Andrew and former US President Bill Clinton." End quote. I have no real knowledge of Israeli intelligence, but this Epstein affair has a knack for showing up in American general elections and when Israel is in need for like now. And the source for this was MSN. Don't forget to mention the basics, Roger. 1. Hamas in Gaza wants a Sunni Muslim caliphate. 2. Mahmoud Abbas from Fatah in the West Bank is a more moderate left-wing leader, traditionally leaning towards Iran more than Saudi Arabia, for political reasons rather than religious reasons, I think. 3. China is by far the number one business partner of every country in the Persian Gulf, not just for Iran. 
The US doesn't like that because of the pending peak oil. And the sources for this were the CIA World Factbook and World Israel News. Canada's plan to welcome immigrants from Gaza raises concerns about the vetting process. The headline is from an article in World Israel News from January 3rd, 2024. That's Justin Trudeau for you. But yes, we can't have a Five Eyes country left out of the coming American war in the Middle East about oil again. Better let them Muslims go to Europe. Well, no Palestinian is going to be let into my country if I have a say. Israel is in on it. The war that is coming against Iranian proxy forces and Iran. It would be terribly awful if the US had to go to war with China too. Luckily, the US has got backup in NATO. It's going to be okay, people, because NATO. If it is going to be okay, then the US must also invest in a war against Russia here in the northern parts of the world, Europe for one. This means a world war. I'm okay with that. I don't like it, but I'm okay with it. I'm made of the right stuff, I'm sure. Just like Mikhail Budin and most of the general staff and the armed forces. The only thing is, if we find ourselves alone against Russia, will the Swedish people and especially the ladies realize that we can take care of ourselves so that there won't be a rush to the airports and borders? Putin and Kremlin and the Russian Air Force are the only people who know that we are of the right stuff besides ourselves. So that's a good thing. It has been a deliberate depreciatory act by the US administrations to make us look soft. And I don't think they are even aware of their own folly anymore. Sure, we help them think like this. But there is no difference between us and for example General Mattis when he backed actor Meryl Streep as Donald Trump compared him to Meryl. Sure, it looks soft, but is it? Donald Trump belongs in a dumpster anyway. Set it alight. My name is Roger Klang. Thank you and see you later, alligator, at a while, crocodile.